Hello, welcome back and welcome to our house. This is our first ever podcast that we've done a video podcast for. So y'all asked for it. Yeah. Episode 12. Yeah, I think so. This is an interesting one, kind of a niche one that might not apply to everyone. Not everyone might think is interesting, but we figured we'd do it because we have some personal experience and it's kind of a rising thing right now in America and other countries potentially unbeknownst to you all yeah okay so I was gonna basic we'll just say it the podcast is about Kratom or Kratom how actually, do we call it so actually I think the proper pronunciation which I don't use is Kratom oh I hate that but I don't like that yeah <laughs> hate it hate it hate it so we'll call it Kratom. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I did a poll on my Instagram <coughs> earlier this week um, asking if people knew what Kratom was. Um, and I was actually like really surprised about how many people said they didn't know. And I don't even know where my phone is right now. I was going to like, oh, wait, it's right here in my lap. Okay. Perfect. Gotta have. <laughs> Okay, gonna, I did screenshot. I was gonna I chastise you for not having your data ready. <laughs> okay, um, let's see. So when I asked people if they have ever heard of kratom, um, it was about fifty-fifty. Uh, Eighteen people said no, and twenty-two people said yes. Um, and I was actually really surprised. I thought majority people would know what it was. Yeah. Especially because it's a, it's it is legal in the U.S. As of right now. Yeah, currently. Um, and then I asked people uh, if they had ever tried it. And 75% of people said no. And only 25% of people of my followers said yes. Um, so 27 no's, 9 yeses. Um, obviously a very small sample size. Sample size and only based on my Instagram. So people are probably like around my age. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyways, there's some information yeah. for y'all but anyways um yeah so we are, let's dive into it so the latin name if you want to try to say this is mitrag mitragnia speciosa here you try to say it now mitrag is it that a wire in it's a y mitrag yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why they call it Kratom. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just go with the... What is that, um, so it's a, it's a Southeast Asian drug. It's actually a tropical evergreen tree in the coffee family, which is interesting. Um, and it's native to places like Thailand, um, Cambodia, um, places in Southeast Asia. Papua New Guinea actually has some of it too, and it grows natively there. And they've been using it as a medicinal um, like plant herb. or medicine for, they say on Wikipedia, at least the 1800s, probably for as long as they've been there, probably uh, you know for thousands of years or whatever. Um, it's essential. So this it's interesting because it's. Um, it's sort of like a stimulant 
It has a definite stimulant property, especially in the onset of the drug, and then it kind of bleeds off to a like opiate two, like two, high, like two to five hour um, opiate body high um, type of thing. And the first like thirty minutes to an hour are kind of unique to kratom. You're not really gonna see that with any other drug. You're pretty like cognitive. It's not like it. You know, when you're drunk, how it kind of takes, it impairs you. It doesn't really impair you, but you definitely feel like euphoric. Um, everything's, to me, everything seems a little bit more vivid um, and just like exciting. Yeah. Um, and what do you, would you say, like fast paced? Yeah, first, yeah, there's definitely a go, go, go to it. And actually, apparently, a lot of people in Thailand were using it to work like in the hot sun all day. You basically it it's a an amazing painkiller um like nothing i've ever felt before you basically can't feel your body for better or worse um yeah i had a minor surgery uh i don't know like three years four years ago about and uh they prescribed me like what is i don't know some kind of high oxycodone yeah or oxys or something um and i ended up just taking kratom for like three days and had literally no pain and it was 100 times better than previous experiences yeah it's a controlled substance right now in 16 different countries um which is pretty significant um there were talks so in 2014 in the usa the fda banned it for import as a dietary supplement but there's a lot of workarounds with that. Like you can get it at m most gas stations now. So people were taking it to like suppress hunger or something. People took it. Uh, people take it here to suppress hunger, but largely here for pain, recreation, or opioid withdrawal from harder oh. opiates. Yeah, that's the three reasons that people are going to take it. I thought here. the dietary deal. With they them. do that in Thailand. Actually, it's kind of used if they use it for like work in Thailand, and then there's like kind of the. Um, I was reading uh, in other parts of Southeast Asia for, um, you know, musculoskeletal pain, obviously, um, to increase sexual desire, uh, and then, yeah, suppress hunger. It just definitely has a, lo a lot of properties to it. Um, yeah, weirdly, it makes me starving. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I definitely get an increase in hunger. Would you it. say it's similar to Xanax? Is that is that what I'm saying? Um, am I saying the correct thing? Yep. Um, like kind the energy of, it, level at so the beginning, right? Well, no, not really. Xanax doesn't really give you energy. That stuff doesn't give you energy. Not Xanax. Um, Adderall. Adderall. <laughs> totally different. Well, actually, no, it's a, like... Totally different things. Well, kind of. I don't it's know. It's kind I've never of benzodiazepine. Yeah, so the beginning is going to be like a really strong coffee, kind of almost like marijuana social um, stimulus. You are not shy at all. You'll talk people's legs off, and then you'll be like, holy shit, did I just, like, talk to this dollar store woman for that long? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't, what Sam was saying kind of about, and it, what, like, Xanax will do in alcohol, it doesn't uh, actually, you know, impair your judgment, which I think is really important as far as safety goes for any drug that you're talking yeah. about. Once your judgment is impaired, it's, you know, things become a lot more dangerous because you're liable to do things that aren't rational or you you know that you perceive as rational but they're really not um and kratom doesn't do that so do you have any other fun facts let's see um 
So it acts on the mu, like the Greek letter mu that looks like a U, uh, opioid receptor. So essentially, you know, people online will will tell you that like it's not an opiate, and that I've actually haven't seen that in a long time. Um, actually, we should probably so in. I did kratom in. Let's wait for that. Let's wait to get into that. Okay. A little bit later. So, in the last three years on the internet, by and large, people you won't see people say it's not an opiate. There's a general agreement that it is an opiate uh, now. That's the other thing is a lot of people. We're, this really is an unstudied substance, and that's one of the problems with it. That's is what makes it so scary. Is right. like people. Okay, so it's legal for 18-year-olds to buy. Like, you can find it at gas stations, smoke shops. You can buy it um, online. Yeah, you can buy it online. And uh, recently, we've seen, like, an upsurge Huge. of, yeah. like, Kratom shops almost. Like, tea shops, and they have Kratom. Mm-hmm. Um, so, basically, anyone can buy it. Yeah. Um, they say, like, not for human. I was going to get to that earlier. Like, it's, it, you know, the package will say not for human consumption, but it's you know, a bag of green powder. It's like, I don't know what the hell else anyone would buy this for. Like, it's just a workaround for that 2014 FDA uh, mandate, you know, where it's not a dietary supplement. So they just say, don't eat it. And then they sell it, you know. So Um, I've never had matcha, but you said it tastes pretty much exact same as matcha. Taste wise, it is uh, indistinguishable from straight and look real, wise too like it look looks wise. looks like matcha looks and taste wise it is indistinguishable from green powder matcha straight and to the I, face like the really really bitter stuff um i can't believe and it's because it's because so disgusting i i like a good cup of strong matcha maybe once a month in Ooh. the morning does something different to you than coffee but anyway and actually the the reason it tastes so similar is some of the alkaloids, which are the psychoactive components in kratom and in matcha, some of them are similar. Not this; it doesn't have mitragonia. They named that one after the mm-hmm. the main one that acts uh, with kratom, but um, it has a couple of similar ones, and that's what gives it that same taste. Yeah. Yeah. So, y'all, all of you matcha drinkers might not have a problem with it, but I do think that if you start with kratom and then you like, a kratom and matcha are completely different things. Matcha is like a tea, if you don't know, it's but green it's a green tea. Um, but they taste the exact same. And I think that if you have had kratom in the past and have gotten sick from it, going to matcha is like. You wouldn't really do that because it would just remind you of that nausea. Yeah, it's kind of like when you get blackout drunk in like eighth grade and then you can't smell Jägermeister forever. <laughs> yeah, but so some the people who drink matcha probably haven't never had kratom, so like it doesn't taste like poison to them. Right. Yeah. So th- should we get into that, like the effects um, and stuff? Like, as let's far talk as, like, about like where poison? did you? Because you know, a lot of people, fifty percent of people are saying they've never heard of it. Where? How did you find out about it? I was just an idiot kid and did a lot of research on like legal drugs and basically how I could alter my, um, you know, my psyche. And I remember I actually tried it. I bought a bunch. This is insane. I bought a bunch of just random kratom pills and even like a tincture when I was in high school in uh, my senior year of high school because I wasn't drinking for nine months and I was just you know looking for something to fill the void. And I took a bunch of um, of these pills. It's probably too close. <laughs> uh, and I didn't feel anything. It didn't really work. And I have seen one account of that online. It was probably because they were just selling 
like bullshit, you know, and just trying to scam people and being like, yep, you that's didn't have any effects. No effects at all. Did you take a like how many? Of and I, that's the take? thing is maybe I didn't take enough because you, if you're taking it in capsule form, sometimes you have to take like seven pills or eight pills or whatever. Did you depending. take like two? No, more than that, I think. But I I just didn't feel anything, and so. I didn't try it again. I'm glad. Thank Christ I didn't feel anything. I'm really, uh, actually, really happy that that worked out that way. Yeah. The same kind of thing happened to me. Um, I think I might have had heard about it. Um, and, But I didn't really know what it was. And then I moved back home when I was like a sophomore in college and my brother was a senior in high school. Um, I actually think you and I were together at that point because I remember texting you and asking if you knew what it was. Mm. Um, and my brother got some from like a gas station or whatever. Um, he's like, oh, yeah, let's try it. And then I took like two and same exact thing happened to me. Like I didn't have any effects. But I wonder like if it did. It's, it's not like I was in any pain at that time. But I wonder if I was in pain, like if it would have taken that away. Yeah. If it was just like such a minor dose that it didn't give me like a like a so that's kind of how high. it works in layers like that so the first thing you're going to notice is a complete uh loss of any musculoskeletal pain first then the head euphoria you know psyche part of the drug kicks in at, at a higher dose same thing happens when you're coming off of the drug you lose the head high first but that body high is still kind of uh permeating under the experience and you might think you're a hundred percent sober and you might go exercise or you know train or something and uh and you you're, you're you're basically blinded to your body all of your um you know all of your like proprioception and and sense of your joints is blunted by by the drug for sure for like hours like potentially like eight to ten hours um, I don't know if that's that. It's that long. It is when I you're take taking it, the doses that I was yeah, taking. Yeah, I take it for um, menstrual cramps every once in a while if if they're real bad, um, and that's great. Even though ugh, I don't know, it that's has its like negative effect. Yeah, everything's every yeah. drug has a negative effect. Um, it definitely makes me feel poisoned after I take it, yeah. but it it really does help. Um, yeah. Yeah. But do you want to get into so, your experience with it? So, well, I'll talk about Kratom hangovers first, because um, you just talked about poison. So that's kind of how I do my logic as far as, like, is something bad for you? Uh, you know, as far definitely research and stuff, but how you feel in the morning is a big indicator. When you wake up after, you know, 10 shots of vodka the previous night, and you can't look at light, and you can't hold down water or food, and you're throwing up, and the room is spinning. That's You've been poisoned. That's probably a sign that's not <laughs> that's good for poisoning. you. That's uh, poisoning. So actually, the same type of thing happens with kratom. Some people even say that kratom hangovers are worse than alcohol hangovers. <laughs> uh, they really, really linger. Um, you get gastrointestinal upset for sure. A pounding it's so headache. It's, so um, it's it's really bad. And it makes you sleep forever, oh, yeah. and you like don't even. You have no idea. You know, usually in the mornings, you're like, oh, I know it's morning and I should probably get up, but you sleep longer. It's not like that. It's like you yeah. wake up and it's two in the afternoon. Yeah. And you're like, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And Xanax will do that. That's why mm. I, I was interested kind of when you mentioned that. So there's definitely some, there is a little bit of a benzodiazepine, but not in the way that it takes your judgment away or, um, or really blacks you out. There's no, there's no memory loss. You don't, there's no, you know, none of that kind of stuff. 
Um, but you do sleep really, really, really heavy, and that's probably due to the sedative properties. Uh, it can lower your respiratory rate like alcohol does, um, and therein kind of lies some of the dangers of it. Uh, anyway, so I'll get into my experience. So it didn't work the first time I, you know, when I was 18, and then the next time I heard about it, I was in college, and... Um, maybe 2014 and I asked a guy about it because he put it on his story or something. I got some information from him and then I think like a year and a half after that I ordered a batch online and here's the thing is ordering Kratom online in powder or capsule form you're generally going to get a higher quality higher strength product than you would if you bought it from a gas station and so I kind of like with my first experience it was um uh, you know, stronger stuff and, uh, took a, you know, a big spoonful of it or whatever. And like five to 10 minutes it onsets and just felt, you know, real heavy and good in my, uh, joints and body and just like immediately carefree. It takes away in the same way it takes away your, your, your body's pain. There's definitely no emotional pain either. Like there's no, you just feel happy. Um, and you feel like you want to go do it gives you energy you feel like you want to go do work you want to go get things done and um yeah things like that doesn't necessarily i don't say wouldn't say it makes you sharper like a stimulant but maybe what do you think do you think that that you were like sharpened like you you don't really want to study i don't really feel sharper but i just i definitely feel more social and uh and like you know it doesn't it definitely doesn't impair you like we've said but it doesn't necessarily make you yeah, I like would say physically, focused, physically sharper, not mental. You're not like, yeah, you're not focused. That, there's no, definitely no focus. It doesn't unfocus you, but it doesn't increase that. Um, so anyway, and and this was in 2016, I said. And at this time, I did a lot of research on it, really deep. I Through Wikipedia, through any of the peer-reviewed stuff that I'd been done at the time, which was not a lot, almost nothing. So most of what I was relying on were the opinions of people on the internet that had taken it, their experiences. Some of them had 10 year experiences with it. And by and large, 85% of the people said, it's amazing. It's a miracle it's, drug. It's great. I take it it's, every day. I yeah, don't drink people coffee People in Thailand anymore. took it for thousands of years. Uh, I quit drinking it's with it. It's all natural. It's all natural. Um, it's legal. Um, all of these things. And so it's the only time in my life, in my entire life, that the internet has been completely wrong about something. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Completely wrong. Um, and so I, and I, and I went along with it. I was like, this is, this is great. I was telling everybody, I was telling um, my brother, my dad, my friends about this new thing. And, and you, would, you, started, you started taking it just for like going out purposes or like... So it started out definitely like a weekend thing for sure. It didn't, and then I did it probably a, like a weekend thing. Like for, once or twice a week. This was actually in like 2014, actually. No, it wasn't. Yeah. Because we didn't meet until like 2015. Yeah, you're right. Taking it you're right. You're right. So you're this right. was like in 2015. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, 2015. Was um, it? Yeah, it was. It was. Well, it anyways, was. whatever. Anyway, um... And then I started noticing kind of the use because it, it there. So I had those hangover symptoms 
and I kept having them. Sometimes I would projectile vomit when I was on it, but it doesn't That's hurt when you throw up. It's more you... like the, the drunk puke. You kind of just have this like, oh, I puked. Like, I better drink some yeah. water. And it doesn't it doesn't kill your mood. There's none That's of that. That's very common, too. Like, pretty much... Well, I would say definitely majority of the time I've taken it, I've puked, and I think it's because you've taken too much. And it's like... So it, this is what it feels like to me. It's like when you take um, like a bunch of vitamins and you don't eat anything beforehand and then like 30 minutes later you just like feel instantly like so disgustingly sick and then you throw up and you're instantly better and you're like oh thank god that's yeah. gone yeah it's one of those like pressure puke things yeah. where it fixes the problem talking about it like i seriously like feel so <laughs> nauseous right now and yeah so i would do Anyways. that i did that for probably i don't know like a month two months of uh you know weekends and some weekdays and then it went away and that's where the drug really what changed the nausea. I no. never got nauseous. I never had hangovers, and I never got. Um, I never threw up on it. And yeah. from that point, you know, like it was probably closer to like five months into my true introduction to kratom, it never happened again. And it's the same way that you know alcoholics don't really throw up, or you know, or really get hangovers, depending on the person. Some people have hard, uh, you know, physiological makeups for that stuff. But yeah, a seasoned alcoholic doesn't wake up with a college hangover you know their, their system yeah. is used to it once i got to that point it started becoming increasingly more difficult to not take it every day especially times that i was going to be doing something difficult or going to work because it made everything that's traditionally hard or um like a bummer to go do like a um an unfortunate thing to have to do like a bunch of labor outside it just made it easy like and even more fun. than easy fun it literally made it fun <laughs> And I didn't wake up with a hangover. I felt great. All the work got done. I'm like, God, this stuff's amazing. <laughs> and yeah, I think that when you were taking it at the beginning, I was in Spain. Mm -hmm. And like I would we would FaceTime and it would be in the morning for me and then at night for you. And you would have got, just got done like partying with your friends. And like you would be laying in the couch Super looking sedated. like you're asleep. And you're like, no, I'm listening. And then one of his eyes would be like, he like if we call the cranium eye. Like seriously, one of them would be half just closed. one eye would just slowly shut, and, and I wouldn't me, even be out of it. I would be listening to every word you yeah, said. Yeah, and I'd be body. like, "Are you listening?" And he's like, "I'm listening." And that was actually for me like the first sign that I was like, "This is not fucking cool." Yeah, yeah, definitely not good the way I was doing it then. Yeah, um, <clears throat> but then uh, I think it was almost like. Was it when we got back from Spain that you that you started kind of taking it more regularly, like every Definitely day? Definitely when you, yeah. When you got back from Spain and we moved to Boise and I was mm -hmm. uh, working, it became a daily thing. And at that point, Sam didn't really like, she I was just like, it's a drug. Yeah. She wasn't fully on board, but she wasn't fully off board, if that makes sense. And so I was like, any this is why my biggest problem. I was like, you're going to work every day at a fast food restaurant and you... It's basically like cheating, you know? It felt like Everyone cheating. else is there, and they're prop... Well, I can't promise about everyone's fast food restaurant. Like, most of them are probably sober, and uh, you're like... I'm kidding. And uh, you were, like, just flying on Kratom. Flying yeah, I on just really felt like it was opiates. cheating. Uh, flying on opiates that don't make you tired. Yeah, yeah. It was... Yeah, I got a lot of customer compliments. He won <laughs> so many awards that... The managers thought 
or no, he had got so many people calling in, like complimenting him. Customer compliments. Uh, that the managers thought he was calling in himself or like having me call in and it give an compliments. On, it wasn't a call in, it was an online uh, what, Yeah, whatever. Thing. And uh, anyways, he got so many that the headquarters sent him a medal. It's the Wendy's Delight Every Customer Service Medal. And it's still and it's on hanging my- up on our wall, <laughs> um, but I mean I feel like they should have given you a raise. It's like fuck a medal. They did give me a raise. Oh, okay. Well, I'll take it. <laughs> anyways. Uh, so anyways, and that became great. It was like the way I describe it to people is here's what it's like. And this is if you really understand what I'm gonna say, it's a scary thing. So I would get up and go to work at eight in the morning on a Monday where everyone's groggy and doesn't want to go to work. And it would feel in my head like I was walking into a Friday night party that all my friends were at. And it felt identical in my head. And it was just, I mean, that's work on easy mode. Um, And so I did that for like the better part of a year, like eight months. A long ass time. And you got to the point where you like, you'd be like bummed when the work day was over. Oh yeah. Definitely. Um, You'd be like, oh man, it's already over. Yeah, like for just sure. like you would at a party. 10 hour shifts. and I, Yeah, exactly like you would at a party when you're like, damn, everyone's going to bed. The night's yeah. over. That exact same type of thing. Um, so with that, if I didn't have Kratom, it would make a normal day seem like it was twice as long. Even twice as long than before I ever knew about Kratom. Yeah. It would just it was drag. Like two weeks long. Yeah, it would drag on. And uh, I did notice that for sure and but i had no it was like addiction this is like addiction works if you have ever experienced addiction when you realize you have a problem it's always too late it's already set in um it's already got you and you were having like these positive reinforcements like you were getting these awards you your boss wanted to promote you to manager like why would you discontinue doing something that was like making you work so hard and and efficiently yeah yeah exactly um so yeah why would you (laughs) it's all right my back's hurting being leaned back like this need some kratom (laughs) (laughs) uh so yeah so it was probably a year of daily use if not really close to daily use and my i noticed that my usage creeped up so i would start with you know five grams a day and it creeped up to like seven grams a day until and you had originally said like oh i'm not that's the only danger of getting addicted is you increase the dose mm-hmm. and then you started increasing the right. dose yeah because it doesn't hit you the same even though you're taking a massive amount of it which is also unnerving um it's really high in oxalate content and so there's a lot of research actually that says it's it's hard on your kidneys and it does go th- it has to be metabolized by your liver and so it is hard on your liver as well um anyway uh and it constipates you and there's your ur- there's you. urinary retention yeah so you don't you can drink a bunch of water and you don't pee which is kind of eerie like your Ooh. kidneys are backed up with um you know dealing with processing this anyway um i got to the point where i was in we moved back to washington washington State. and then it was then i started to realize sam would tell me and tell me and beg me uh to stop or reduce my usage or and i would try to compromise and say i'll do it twice a week i'll do half as much and if anyone has ever dealt with serious addiction that's a very common very common behavior and it's 
100% of the time uh, ineffective. You basically just end up breaking your own rules. And, yeah. uh, but at this point, too, like, we didn't really have, we still, like, the internet was the kind internet of failing was, us. Like, the internet we was still failing us for were sure. like, it well, what are the there. long-term negative effects of this? By this time, though, there were a couple accounts of people that had gotten in deep and were, but it was new. You're right. It was definitely still, still and by and large. And you that to, to your advantage. And I was coming up with, like, well, dude, like, this stuff is processed through your liver and your kidneys. And so we didn't even know that. I mean, I wouldn't say we know that for sure now, but like, I just assumed it probably wasn't good. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of what got got through to you a little well, bit. Well, two things got through to me. The biggest one was, um, if anyone knows me, I'm not an angry person, and I kind of pride myself on being very, very slow to anger. And Sam got so fed up one day that she hid my kratom, and I think she even told me that she hit it. Well, you were like, okay, you are only, yeah. like, yeah. we're gonna, I'm only gonna do it twice a week, but you can decide when it happens. Cause I only wanna do it rec- recreationally, like to go to a weekend party or whatever. Right. And I'm like, okay, fine. But then he would wake up at like five in the morning and he'd be like, going to work. And he'd be like, hey, can I have some Kratom today? And I'm like, no. And he's like, but it's Monday or but it's Thursday, like whatever day of the week it was. And I'm like, but it's Thursday. Bitch, no, you are going to work. You cannot have it. Like, I remember just sit, I would sit there and drink my morning coffee and just grapple with God. This day could be a Friday night party or a Thursday that you I would actually to, think that. Oh, yeah. I didn't it's, know that. It, it will fast track your day. It's like the it's literally like selecting the difficulty of your day anyway. And I remember like frantically searching for it while Sam was still asleep and then I got angry. You searched I got for it? angry that I didn't find it and I got angry that she took it from me. And uh and then I caught myself. I don't know if it was, you know, five minutes later or later that day, but I kinda did a quick little and this of course in between this time and before this time Sam has like told me, you know, you are addicted to it, all these and this was had like a lot of conversations. And yeah, it took a long months. time. And that was a big moment for me, like, God, I'm not angry. And I felt angry, really angry. Um, And it's kind of a, God, what a stupid reason to be angry at somebody. (laughs) Completely ridiculous. And then I realized, God, I'm I'm addicted to this stuff. And you went and out and bought addict, some. That's what addicts like behind do, behind yeah. my it, back. It might not have been he, that day, but I definitely did that. Yeah, at, at uh, you know, going. When that happened, when you, when I said, no, you can't have it today, and you went and bought it behind my back before you went to work that was like i we were already having a lot of the conversations like this is a problem but that was like holy shit like this is completely out of control mm-hmm. we don't lie to each other right like we never lie to each other we're very honest yeah and so i was just like this is like really not a good time. and and then the the second big uh, wake-up call was i actually found a, a youtube video of a guy telling his story of his experience with Kratom, and it was the exact same experience that I had. It started, his actually started from an injury, but regardless, his, I mean, he started taking it, fixed his pain, he started liking it, doing it at parties, his back pain went away, he didn't stop taking it, um, and his use started increasing, and all of a sudden he realized that he was trapped and kind of enslaved to it. His experience was definitely dependent on it, and I felt the exact same way. It was be either be on kratom or have a bad day. Those were my choices, basically. 
And then I started thinking, and then I started doing a ton of research into how can I stop this? What are people's experiences like when they stop it? That's the other thing we haven't talked about is there are pretty significant withdrawal uh, symptoms from stopping Kratom. And when something is has a true uh, physical withdrawal symptoms, it's another definite red flag for me as far as substances go. Um, and this guy was having withdrawals. Oh yeah, this guy was having like weird rest I think he, tremors and he had, you watched it before he, and he was talking about his withdrawals before mm-hmm. he had completely quit. So yeah. you were a little bit nervous about that. A little bit, but I didn't, I was ready to stop I think really. Um, anyway, uh, so I quit and the first day was fun, a bummer. Took a long time. Second day took a long time. The third day, uh, it felt like I had the flu, kind of. Cold sweats and kind of body aches. My back was sore. My hips started really becoming sore, which is a different story. Um, but uh, I just felt generally uneasy. And... Um, <laughs> Did you fart? Yes. Should we pause it? No, keep going. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Yeah, and so it was it was definitely uncomfortable and that lasted from like day three to maybe like day six. Um, and then it kind of bled off, but my hip uh, really started hurting. I mean, injury hurting. I started limping and I came to the realization that for I have no idea how long, I mean, maybe three weeks, maybe three months, my right hip had been seriously injured and I had just been because you were training on it because I was training on it and running on it and doing hill sprints and Kratom the entire time was completely blinding me to my body's um, signals and uh, ended up having a, a labral tear in two different places in my hip which I got confirmed by MRI um, years later but and it's still to this day is a part of my body that I need to basically focus on for the rest of my life. It's, it's, you know, pretty seriously damaged. And I just, I have to think like if I wasn't on Kratom, would that have just been a small insignificant injury where I felt it tweak and then, you know, take a week off and it starts feeling better. But instead I didn't feel it tweak. And I spent, you know, months and months and months going full power, throwing head kicks, just doing crazy things that you would never do running up camel's back hill yeah with an injury like that yeah Yeah. um so let's get to the reasons that so i think that kratom that's the thing is i'm not against kratom by any means i think it's a powerful plant medicine i think it's a drug for sure but i think there are three uh well two two main uses for it. There's only two reasons I feel that um, kind of justify the use for it. At least for... Like regular use? or uh, Potentially regular use in one of these. So the first the first use for it is for chronic intractable physical pain. Someone that's been in a horrible motor vehicle accident. Someone who's had a crushing injury or... Um, they have a period or they, they have had an accident and they're in this period of time now where people are giving them painkillers and they either don't want to take them or they're not working or whatever. Uh, I think Kratom can be an amazing painkilling uh, tool and it, it's insane. There's actually some data about it, like comparing it to morphine and it has, it's highly efficacious. Yeah. It will take what about like away. end of life? 
end of life that's a great one yeah palliative care kratom could be amazing for that yeah the only problem with it is it like dehydrates you so much so it might not be beneficial for that kind of person well i mean hey if that person is uh, well aware of of the just have to drink what it's gonna do yeah there are yeah if they're already you know on their way out um that's a i haven't thought about that but that's definitely a, a legit use for it um the second one is if you are hooked on heavy-duty opiates, um, pain pills, her- heroin, whatever, heroin su- you know, suboxone, um, oxycodone, uh, all of those things, and you have been struggling to get off of them, and you can't kind of quit cold turkey. And then there's the other thing is they'll put you on methadone. A lot of these people will there's there's methadone clinics out there, and there's I've I've read a lot of accounts, and this is not from personal experience, but people have a really hard time getting off of methadone and so is that like it's a it's what you take a, to get off of exactly opiates? they're trying to do this with yeah exactly it's it's like to, step, wean, you off a, to wean you off okay. a step off and they slowly decrease your doses on that um i would be interested to see how and people online many people online have gotten completely free of quote-unquote hard opiates and gotten uh onto kratom the thing about that is Okay, for number one, it's legal, so you're not going to have the trouble with the law, which is a big thing. You don't want to have to be if you if you're taking care of a family and you have an opiate problem, you don't want to risk going to jail, obviously. So it eliminates that. So that's definitely a thing. Um, it doesn't take your judgment away, and some of those other opiates, you know, not don't necessarily. But and and here's the thing: is I used to think it's got to be better for you than uh, than these pain pills, but who knows? Yeah. Uh, that with There's not enough information. There really isn't much. enough info yet. Um, but I think that could be a definite avenue uh, in the future to get people off of hard opiates. Yeah, it's not like a long-term thing. Hopefully, it would be like to get off of these hard opiates and then to like and then de- kind of and that's the thing. So my dose her- yourself lower and lower yeah. until you can wean yourself off. Yeah, my my kratom withdrawals lasted, you know, I don't know, three to five days or less. I think less. Some people's last, let's say, five days. But probably there's, depending I mean, on the person and how long people, they've been taking it. Right. But I had been taking it for a pretty high dosages yeah. and pretty long. Yeah, and there you have are, a high metabolism, so maybe that's why. That's true, too. Um, anyway, I've read accounts of people getting off of heroin and being sick for weeks. Mm. I mean, weeks and weeks. And that, you know, brutal stuff um, that's going to increase your chances of relapsing, obviously. And so, uh, yeah. So definitely there. Um that's the thing. If you are out there listening and you are taking Kratom recreationally, uh, I'm not saying you have a problem, but some people do. Be careful. And yeah. Yeah. Be very, very, very careful. I would and take a hard look inward. Hard look inward. The like you hardest. should with any kind of drug that you're doing right. recreationally, drinking it being the main one because coffee. it's legal and it's so heavily coffee, pushed really. on having, media. Are you having coffee, seven cups of coffee? Sugar. Yeah. yeah, but like. I guess you can die from coffee for caffeine overdoses, but you don't hear about those as much as you hear about like alcohol addiction taking people's uh, life, mm-hmm. um, you know, resulting in death or in yeah. just taking their life like they don't have a job anymore or they don't have a family. Right. Um, but yeah. anyways, it's just like with any other drug, look inward. Um, I know it's difficult. Like Brandon was saying, like it's almost I impossible. think addiction having someone close yeah. to you. I was really, really, really lucky to have Sam because she was able to look at it from this outside of kratom she's not on kratom every single day and so she was able to get this really yeah. clean clear look at it and say god you're addicted to this stuff yeah and um, if somebody comes to you um saying with any kind of drug like hey you know it's hard for 
it's hard for people to come to you and like express that like they don't want to put that stressor on their relationship they don't want that relationship to end but they are ultimately doing it because they love you and they're worried about you and they want you to be present in their lives um so you know if anybody actually does come up to you and say like hey i think you might have a drinking problem or even like tiptoes around it like hey like uh you you gotta be careful or whatever whatever the it could be drinking it could be pills whatever um even though it might be hard to see try to at least try to take it seriously and don't like lash out on them even though it may be offensive at least give it as much credence as you can because if they didn't if they didn't care about you they would say nothing they wouldn't say anything. Or they, they might not God. say anything because they're freaking scared you're right. gonna, it's going to end your relationship. Like, right. I definitely have some relationships like that. that I just, like, don't say anything because I'm scared. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a hard thing. Um, definitely, yeah, being introspective with all your substances, especially, and this is the, the reason that we kind of have this podcast is because even, and even still uh, to this day, I'd say the internet's probably, it's actually probably... It's catching si- up a little it's bit. It's like 60-40. 60% are like, this is definitely addictive. Gotta be careful. But 40% out there are still, you know, singing its praises. And, and you know, fine. If you, you, you can say whatever you want to say, but it's just kind of a warning we were extending uh, to people that are have heard of it, haven't heard of it, maybe will hear about it. Who knows? Um, I definitely foresee um, some more attention coming to it. Yeah. Uh, I know Joe Rogan had a big... Joe Rogan actually did it for a while. Um, a lot of people around him did it for a while. Some of them quit, and then others kind of haven't really said anything about yeah. it in a while. <laughs> and that's usually not a good sign if you just kind of don't bring it up. Sometimes, you know, people get a little bit, like, yeah. insecure about having an issue about something like that. Um, yeah, a few people at my old serving job, like... I one day went into the break room and saw a cup and it's very if you know what it looks like you're like holy shit that's kratom and I was like holy fuck who is taking this and then come to find out like two or three people were taking it and like it for me to like approach someone is I did approach them you know but I didn't I feel like Brandon like somebody who's actually went through the experience can kind of communicate to that person in a better way because I was just like, you really got to be careful with it. And it's hard for me to hammer home, like, mm-hmm. what it did to your life. Yeah. Um, like, you know, I felt like all of our... It was years. Like, you took that thing for... How much? How long did you take it? A, like a year and a half. Like, really. two years, Seriously. I would say. Yeah. Two years, half a year, like, definitely recreationally. Like, yeah. it should be done on weekends and kind of for fun. And then a year and a half of, like, addicted yes. Yeah. I would um, say, made me a personally, what yeah. I felt like was all of my, all of our memories that we were creating together had like this l- tinted lens, you know, because for me, I was like, oh my gosh, like we had such a fun time, like, you know, going to the river or hanging out with our friends and like to be constantly reminded like, oh yeah, Brandon was being especially affectionate because and attentive because he was fucking high or like you know it definitely changed things in our sex life like i would say it it, it was a good in a good way like we had a, <laughs> <laughs> we had a great time in the bed but you know like it doesn't it's like less meaningful because podcast? it's less meaningful when like i had a good awesome sober experience and you had 
a great experience, but it wasn't sober. Yeah. And so for yeah. me, that just felt it takes away from an experience. It just felt sure. like everything we were creating was false. Yeah, you know. I would, yeah, and I wouldn't say that they were false, but they're definitely through a veil. It's yeah. a something, you know, something is going on that takes away from the realness of the experience. For and sure. And for like a person, like a, any partners, um, like I personally haven't experienced addiction for myself, but you know, I've experienced a lot in this relationship, and you might not originally feel insecure about your relationship, but then it gets to the point where you're like. Uh, they're always high every single day, every single time we hang out. Is it because they like truly just don't enjoy being with me and they're not happy with me as a partner? Um, and I know even like your dad was like, yeah, it's changed you for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And I felt like kind of embarrassed when we would go out to like the bars or something and people would be like, what? what are you taking or whatever or you'd be like boasting about it because at that time you didn't know it was like a dangerous thing and like you're like oh yeah it's like a mild opiate and I remember like looking at people's faces that had no idea what it was and then being like looking like kind of scared <laughs> and I was like holy tits <laughs> yeah. um, side note I quit so that when I quit and had those body aches and, and flu like uh, symptoms. That was how long ago? You know? Yeah. What would you so say? So it's been like two years since you've been off of it, which is pretty big. Oh, yeah. Um, it seems like longer. I've gone on Reddit and there's people with 50 gram a day habits. Whereas at my max, it was like seven, absolute max, nine grams a day. And he was day, like redosing himself. Yeah, which is an absurd amount, you know, as That's far crazy. as my experience goes. To be taking 50 grams a day is like, I mean, even monetarily, you would be spending like something like $30 a day on Kratom. Like it would oh, be something shit. like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You have to be, they, be, they buy it in kilograms, you know, for, uh, for like $125 in kilos. So you're probably having, having to do that multiple times a, a month. I don't know. Yeah. The, sometimes we'd be like... The bar, we're at a party. It sounds like we party a lot. I feel like we partied more during the Kratom days. We don't really party. Obviously, it's COVID times, but we, were like, younger. we don't party that much anymore. Yeah, we were younger, but um, we party different ways. We go go out to like a park or whatever <laughs> with people or park what? partying. <laughs> um, but uh, what was I saying? Oh yeah, sometimes Brandon would just like projectile vomit everywhere <laughs> like we realized that um when kratom was coupled with um they're called zin it's like it's it, basically like chew without the tobacco yeah. it's kind of like the vaping version of chew so it's like these little deals that have um like crystallized nicotine in them and you just put them in your mouth and your lip whatever um, but it does not mix well with Kratom and every time Brandon would do it, but it took us a while, you know, cause sometimes when you like overdose on Kratom, you just project all right. vomit. Yeah. So it took us a while to like line it up and be like, Oh, when you take, when you put one of these Zins in, we call them Zitos. It's hard for me to say Zin. Um, when you put one of these Zitos in, it makes you fucking puke everywhere. Yeah. Tell them about the bar. <clears throat> 
doing that with our friend Guillermo. The first time we hung out with him, he's our neighbor uh, when we lived in Boise Bye. last time. And like, we're like, oh my God, Guillermo's so hot. He's so cool. Like, finally, he invites us to hang out to the no, bars. First, first of all, uh, this guy, I asked him how old he was, <laughs> and he made us guess. And in my head, I thought, um, I think I said, I said 36, but I thought like 41 <laughs> in my head. And then Sam said 35 or something. But uh, did you think? I said 32 or something. 32 or something. Or like something. He was 26 I years old. He was like 24, 25. He was very young. 26. He was 26 years old. Uh, was crazy. He just had really long hair and had a, a gray streak down the middle and just kind of behaved like an older person. And so. And he was a school teacher. He was a school teacher, yeah. Anyway, uh, so we ended up the first time we, and only time we ever really. Oh no, this was one of two times that we hung out with him. We went out to the bar and uh, I had already taken Kratom and I was like coming up on it essentially. And I. Uh, Put in a zin and almost immediately you just get this like wave of like puke nausea and uh i'm in the middle of this like western cowboy bar i think it even had like a hardwood floor and i just projectile vomit straight on the middle of the floor and i'm like oh god like we're gonna get thrown out right now but it's early in the night and i'm like it was like nine o'clock it was like nine o'clock and you're there, not nobody was listen out. let me talk and you're not you don't appear inebriated when you're on kratom you know unless someone's like looking deeply into your eyes or whatever and so i just like looked up no one had seen i took like two steps away from it and you know generally when someone pukes if you find a pile of puke on the ground you can look around and be like oh it's probably that guy who can't stand up and is like hammered trying to hug everybody uh anyway so i'm like oh god and the nausea doesn't go away when it was this weird combination it was like persistent like the bad nausea that you get from you know in the morning after drinking it's kind of like that it's not good and i watch in horror as these two bouncers or like a worker there and a bouncer find this massive pile of puke in the middle of the place and they're like i can't hear what they're saying but they're like making hand signals and like pointing and like trying to figure out you know <laughs> mathematically how it could happen and they start looking around and they're like what the hell is this at this moment uh I puke again at the bottom of the stairs, at the bottom of the stairs that led into it, still on the main floor, but this is more off to the corner, and I'm like, oh my god, like, oh, and the other reason I didn't just go to the bathroom, the bathrooms were closed. Oh yeah, you tried to go. I tried to go yeah. to the bathroom, and they are like, can't go in there tonight, and I'm like, oh god. Yeah. So I'm not Guillermo's just... like, what did he take? And I'm like, <laughs> this stuff called Kratom, and he's like, what the fuck is that? And he's yeah. like, finally by the second puke, he's like, you gotta get him he's out like, of here, just take him home. We have to go now. No, he's... Guillermo stayed out, and he was just like, you have to take him home. And that was he the thought, end of our like, cool he, night. Yeah, he thought that like... He didn't know. He didn't know. He thought like I was puking and I would never be okay again the rest of the and night. And we got like, home, and he was fine, and we're like, holy shit, we just blew our chance to make a cool homie. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get caught, luckily, uh, at the bar. Um, yeah. Good thing you weren't in an Uber. God, yeah. Well, I would have rolled down the window. I did, the only problem was that I just couldn't go to the... They wouldn't let me in the bathroom. I was on my way out. I remember it was just, like, really rough. 
It was a sad night. <laughs> nine, nine o'clock. No one. Yeah, we got home at like nine thirty, and we're like, "Holy pukes. shit, this sucks." <laughs> yeah, mystery. a lot of good times, a lot of bad times, and just definitely like, um, I'm not sure I regret it. Um, it kind of gave me a unique personal picture into what addiction is. It's probably the, the most addicted I've been to something. Uh, you know, sub- substance-wise, for sure, more than alcohol. It became a like, you know, my, I had withdrawals. If you have physical yeah. withdrawals from something, you were addicted to it. You check yourself, coffee drinkers. Oh God, <laughs> you know? I, I, and people. I quote, "I love it. I'll never quit." <laughs> Me about coffee. <laughs> yeah, um, I had we had a pair down our use. We were drinking a lot of coffee, actually, kind of around the same time, like six cups a day or something, and I'm down to like two. Or one, one and a half. I never drink that much, but probably my most was. You like, say you don't drink that much? Not six cups. Oh, okay. I thought I thought you were talking about one and a half or two. I'm like. I drink do. like two cups of coffee a day, yeah. but lately I haven't been. I've been drinking one, and I've noticed that I'm really tired and I need a nap when I get home. So I think I gotta bump it back up to two. <laughs> yeah. So. Anyways. Yeah. My moral of the story is this is what kratom is. This is my experience with it and Sam's experience with it. Definite uses, definite dangers with it. Um, I think you will see more of it, hear more of it. The law, I mean, the, 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 they're thinking about making it a Schedule One narcotic uh, as, as early as 2018. They were in discussions about that. Um, I think that's the wrong move because I think it has medical benefit for sure. Yeah. Getting people off of other drugs and also helping with chronic pain. But maybe not as easily accessible? Or do you uh, think that it's okay how it is now? So that's the other thing is there's so there's some some uh, indications I've heard that it's destroying rainforests because they're mm. trying to plant exclusively kratom Wait, trees in Thailand mm-hmm. oh, in Southeast Asia. But it's illegal in it's, Thailand. It's illegal in Thailand. Yeah, it's, it grows naturally. So they're like people are like you know secretly farming it. There's this whole different deal going on in different parts of the world with it. Um, yeah. It's, yeah, we have a friend who's like. God, I've heard I people online. They're like, "I love it right before I work out," and I'm like, "That's the dumbest oh thing God. I've ever heard." It's like a they're like, "I maxed on." <laughs> I saw this kid. He's like, "I was maxing on the bench press on it every week," and I'm like, "You can't feel <laughs> your like tendons your, uh, and joints pulling uh, and breaking shit, probably." <laughs> yeah. uh, we have a friend who was like, Brandon tried to warn him about it, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna quit when it's uh, illegal," and he's been taking it for like what two years now. So, or longer, I don't know. And he's still taking it, so yeah. good luck to you. I mean, hey, whatever. Teach their own, but yeah. it is my, you know, do what you want, but I also, based off of, like, going through it. Um, with me, going through going it with through me. Going through with you, with yeah, me, as your partner. I'm different than some other people, you know, like, who knows, you know. Right, whatever, with, I, that's I don't care. With every drug, everyone has a different experience. There's people out there that can do heroin. But I'm just, I would just, like, say to just not. Yeah, that's your opinion. I would say, I would say, don't do it unless you're in chronic pain or you're trying to get off harder opiates. If you are already doing it or want to try it, just be I don't advise it and be very, 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 very careful. Yep. Yeah, it it does definitely make you want to take more. Like when I take it, every once in a while for menstrual cramps, I'm like, oh, I want to take. I should do this more often. And then when it comes down like this, I feel terrible. So. Yeah. Yeah. Keep that around. Oh, wait. That goes- I have, okay, before we end this, I have to, we have to tell the story about the first time I ever took it. We were in Portugal. We Dude. were in Portugal. I know. It was the first time I ever took it. It was Thanksgiving. It was Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. <laughs> and we were like, we didn't really go to any nice restaurants in Europe because we were fucking poor. We just ate, like, hella kebabs and baguettes 
anyway, so we went to this super nice restaurant. It was like fish. It had like lobster and crab, crab and it was seafood. like immaculate. Um, expensive. It fucking expensive, and we eat our fucking food and we're dose, so high. I, like I'm my, itching. My was, skin's yeah, itchy. It can cause itching. It was my fault. I gave. I flew over with some kratom, you know, like internationally. It <laughs> not being illegal, I didn't realize, didn't think there was going to be a problem, and there wasn't. But um, I gave Sam way too much. I hardly remember the dinner. I only have way like pictures much. of it in my mind until we tried to pay, and both of our cards got declined because we didn't have enough money. And, and we we're don't like, speak Portuguese. we don't speak Portuguese. People in Portugal didn't like us. Um, the guy was getting suspicious. Like, we're, we're both yeah, because like, we're just fucking for, so high. Yeah, he's like, these are they're gonna try to dine, uh, dine and ditch. They weren't happy. Um, but thank God, this doesn't always happen because there's such a time difference. Thank God, I was able to get a hold of my mom. And, you know, that's not always the case. Maybe she didn't have service. Maybe she didn't like wasn't next to her phone. Whatever. Or wasn't awake. Wasn't awake. Whatever. And she ended up Venmoing us money, and we were able to get out of there. But that was very embarrassing. Yeah. And then the next morning we slept until like two and checkout was at 11 and the people in the hostel were so mad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because of the Kratom, for sure. We just like, <laughs> what was our checkout? 11? Yeah. We woke up at like 12, 15. No, it was like two. It was oh, like my really God. Bad. We're like, can we take a shower first? And they're like, quickly. <laughs> and like, we got back to the hostel and we were like trying to hook up with each other. And I'm like, yeah, it's just like, it's not chill. So, yeah, don't do it. <laughs> anyway. All right, guys, that's our Kratom cast. Um, Sorry we had some fucking hiccups. I don't even know if the video podcast gonna, gonna, is going to go. Camera keeps coming on and off. I was never about the video component. That was Sam's idea. Our fans so. wanted to see us. Anyway. Our YouTube fans. <laughs> All right. Have a good one, guys. Peace out, y'all. Hope you enjoyed it. A little bit of a different one. So, got some stuff coming up. We'll keep you posted. Oh, also, I was going to say, if you have any kind of friends or connections that you're like, this person has a really cool story or they're like a specialist in something, Mm -hmm. definitely send us their information because we're always looking for like dope ass Yeah, um, or some ideas. If you guys have ideas, uh, user or viewer, listener, I guess now listener and or viewer submitted suggestions. We're all ears for that stuff. So yeah. Not that we don't have ideas. We have a lot yeah. coming, but, you know, it's always good to keep yeah. keep her rolling. Keep fresh. All right, guys. All right. Have a good one. Peace out, y'all. Bye.